Hey guys, this is Life Paranormal. I'm V. Thanks for stopping back in to all of my listeners, returning and new listeners. Thank you guys so much. This has already been I think a month now that I've been on air. <laughs> I don't know if you would say on air, but my presence in the podcast world has lived through a month. So I'm very thankful for all of you who keep on coming in and listening to my episodes and to all of my new followers on Twitter. Thank you so much. I'm really loving meeting all of you guys and you know, it's great. It's wonderful. And if you haven't found me on Twitter yet, um, my Twitter name is at VLifeParanormal. You guys, you want to have some other ideas or topics on the show that you want me to talk about, please drop me a DM or comment me. I'm always up for that. And if you ever want to be on the show, you have experiences you would like to tell, please also let me know. I like to pre-screen everybody that I talk to and bring on, um, only because this is a show that a lot of kids listen to. Uh, I have a lot of clients whose children listen in who are young, uh, empaths, clairvoyants as well. And this is really, this show is for them and everybody else that is dealing with gifts that they don't understand, um, probably are scared of or don't know how to um, harness and and really delve into. You know, it's scary and intimidating and I've been there. This is the reason for this. You know, I, I also am telling some pretty scary stories, firsthand encounters personally and from all my other guest hosts that come on. My mission of the show is to give you guys a great scare and also have you learn something from it. So whether you're very open to this, you're a paranormal enthusiast, you like this, or you also have gifts yourself or you've experienced things, maybe it's just been so hard to talk about, this stuff is real. I mean, as you will know, I'm bringing on my co-host today and my special guest is Medium Patrick. I'm so excited to have you listen to his own personal account. And as you will see, this all ties in with experiencing things at such a very young age, how we dealt with them, and who we are today because of them. Patrick has over 30 years of experience, and he's based out of Ohio. Go ahead and check him out. He's going to give all of his information at the end of the show. He's also going to announce the details to a special offer he's only giving to you guys to life paranormal listeners listen up patrick is offering you guys 15 percent discount on his readings if you mention my podcast to him and that you listened in on it you know this is such a wonderful way of patrick supporting my show but not only that it just goes to show you in this community how much supporting each other is needed and how it's such an act of love and kindness you can go so far with that us helping each other because we're all in this together and i want to say thank you to patrick before i bring him on there's a few things i want to talk about first i am bringing out another episode this week it's going to be my christmas special tune into that also 
I have to say I'm dealing with really bad asthma at the moment. I have chronic asthma. <clears throat> it comes on a couple of times a year at certain times and I'm having a really hard time. So I apologize if you hear me struggling. I'm trying really hard to just breathe at the moment. Um, also, we will be discussing topics on this show that by any means we are not giving out any sort of medical advice. We are not obliged to do that. But I do have to say that because of the things that Patrick and I have experienced, we understand how helpful and beneficial seeking the help of a mental health professional has done wonders for us because of the traumatic things that we have gone through as children with the paranormal and the spirit world. If you are experiencing any sort of emotional or mental uh, difficulties, troubles, issues that are burdening, that are affecting your health, please seek the help of a, help of a medical professional. I can't stress that enough. I need to say to you guys, I'm really appreciative of you if you're a returning listener or a new listener. Like I said, this is all because of you. This story of my life isn't possible to continue its legacy if nobody listens to it and nobody shares it. So please follow me on Twitter at VLifeParanormal. Drop me some lines. Let me know of any new topics or ideas you have for me to share in the show and share the word about it. Spread the word if you know of other people who have abilities, don't like to talk about them, maybe are curious about them, or if you know other people who are hardcore paranormal enthusiasts and fans, hey, send them my way. There's going to be lots of new things to come in the new year, guys. I'm so excited and it's all because of you. So I want to say thanks and always extend my gratitude in each and every episode. So without further ado, let's bring on Medium Patrick. And I got to say, guys, he, I mean, I trust him implicitly. There's very few people who can do readings on me and knock it out of the park. And Patrick's great. And... I have to say, <clears throat> this might be like storytelling for people, something that they think is cool, it's creepy and fun, but this is my life and so many people share this reality with me and the fact that I finally found my tribe, and also my calling. There's nothing that beats this feeling other than being a mom. <laughs> being a mom to me is the most amazing feeling in this earth, but I think that in order for me to be the best person and mother I can ever be is by following my dreams and my voice, and I have not had the ability to speak my truth <clears throat> ever. Because when you're a child who has been traumatized by this, judged, lost friends, had people distance you from their, from their families and 
it's a very lonely, awful feeling to have. And I hope if you're going through the same thing, that you understand that you're not alone. There's so many people out there like you. And you're lucky because the world we're living in today is so much more open than it ever was. And there's support. And you have a family waiting there for you. And you're brave enough and strong enough. Let's go ahead and bring on Patrick, guys. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you guys have a really awesome time listening. And we'll be right back. How's it going, Patrick? Pretty good. Awesome. How have you been today? How was your day? It's been okay. It's been snowing, so here in Ohio, so really been pretty. I like, I like to give our listeners just like a little, you know, visual of like how things are over there for you. Because over here it's like dark, it's overcast. And I always yeah. feel like right when I'm about to record, like it sets the mood for like everything we're going to talk about so you guys i was just telling you um that i'm bringing on my special guest which is patrick patrick go ahead and introduce yourself to everybody for me hello i am uh patrick i'm a psychic medium uh with over 30 years experience i'm based in ohio i'm glad to be here (laughs) and i'm glad you came you guys i've been talking to patrick for the past couple of weeks now and you know um it's very I don't you know I don't believe in coincidence anymore I just feel like fate is always bringing you to the people that you need to meet and you know you go through things that you just sometimes must go through and you know meeting him just like oh my goodness I met somebody that I felt I've known all my life <laughs> so yes definitely. We, <laughs> we started talking and the reason why um we're doing tonight's show for you guys is so that you can understand how it was for us growing up with our abilities, how it affected us, and especially some of the most um, terrifying, you know, instances, you know, the first time when we first experienced these things. And Patrick, I'm going to take it over to you. When can you recall was the first time that you came face to face with the, with the spirit? Well, let's hear face to face with the spirit. I'm going to have to probably say, you know, my own recollection of it was probably right when it was probably four or five. Wow. Um, I, I do have stories of people telling me when I was a baby that I'd be pointing to things in the corner and like making noises, alerting to something being there. <laughs> but as to if it was really there, who knows? Yeah. Um, and obviously... My parents didn't quite understand the whole thing, so um, they weren't believers themselves. So they didn't know, oh, you know, he can see dead people. Which is usually what we what we usually um, go through, right? And I think a lot of people can attest to that. You know, it's so hard for uh, 
for some family members to understand, you know? Yeah, if it's not tangible, you know, that's the easiest way to explain it to people. If it's not something you can hold in your own hand, you don't believe it as much. Of course. As if, you know, you and I, we can sit here and say, we see all these spirits and all these energies. And we understand it because we have that gift. Exactly. Others may not understand it because they see nothing. And then they think that you're crazy, which is okay. Mm-hmm. Craziness is fun. Yes, it is. And it's okay to be misunderstood. Um, and exactly. when we were talking, I, what hit me <clears throat> was uh, how it goes like the opposite way. Like, you know, you want it to be like, okay, I want people to believe me, but then they take you in to go talk to somebody, you know, they take you into therapist and then they, they put you on meds, <clears throat> which is very much what I'm, um, what I, uh, have never gotten into on the show about, but for me, I think I, I was really, uh, supported by my parents and they, I really didn't tell them because I think I, if I would have told them, they would have, you know, taken me to talk to somebody. But <clears throat> what I was dealing with was manifestations of, what I wasn't working through as as a psychic child, which means like I was an empath, so I was feeling anger and depression, but it wasn't mine. But I was taking it all in as my own and uh, yeah. feeling different and just not myself, it, you know, and saying and doing things that were just not me. <clears throat> so I did get seen for that, but the medication just threw me off, you know, it closed my abilities for quite some, not closed it, but you know, Really, it, yeah, it kind of dulls it. Yeah, it dulls it a little bit. I mean, I was, I'm kind of the complete opposite. I told my parents mm-hmm. once I get got to a certain age, and you know, first call was to a psychiatrist, and then it's like, here's a whole bunch of drugs, try this, try that. I actually, um, being a kid and trying to figure the, all that out. I actually got to be with a really good psychiatrist, and I said, you know, I don't think this is anything mm-hmm. mental. Mm-hmm. I think I don't think it's schizophrenia or bipolar disease mm-hmm. or anything like that. I think I'm seeing this, this, and this. And I even explained to her about a past loved one of hers. Oh. It totally changed her outlook in life. Wow. Yeah. I was like, because most of most people that that have any gifts, they either are looking as, you know, is this person crazy or is this person gifted? Mm-hmm. And it's like there's no in between. You know, now, you you things might that's so crazy <clears throat> because she. I'm so sorry to interrupt you, but that therapist she like reaffirmed for you that you weren't crazy which is what you need it's like she was sent to you so that at that age you're like i'm not crazy i am seeing this you know there's someone who really does believe me you know you needed to hear that Mm -hmm. yeah and i think that that kind of opens up i mean now as an adult you look at and i know that you kind of our your your goal in life is psychiatry and yeah, yeah, kind of helping other kids. So mm-hmm. you know, I, I definitely feel that um, if you had that upbringing 
or that that extra person that believed in you early in life mm-hmm. it does actually help the way that you treat other kids mm-hmm. or other people because i mean i work with people that want to open up their minds to um mediumship and psychic abilities mm-hmm. but i definitely work with some kids too i i get I have a few clients in Texas and uh, a few here in Ohio that they are like I have a 7-year-old he says he sees things help and it's like okay well there there's a lot more that goes into this mm-hmm. but let's break it all down and figure this out and you know Patrick is, <clears throat> yeah good you you did tell me that you you were on A and E on Psychic Kids. Tell tell our audience about that because that ties in with what you're saying. Sure, um, I mean I, I, that was when it was the first season, and it was when I was a lot younger, <laughs> and um, it it was an experience. the The show I don't know if it actually aired because uh, trying to find <laughs> all the old episodes are kind of difficult, but um. You know, there there are a lot of TV um, production companies that will film like 24 shows, but only show 10 of them. Yeah. And so I was probably one of those other 24 shows. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it's very much you have, um, you had a psychiatrist or psychologist and you had uh, Chip Coffee or another medium and... They kind of just taught you how to, you know, be in more in tune to certain aspects that <laughs> you probably weren't picking up on just by mm-hmm. being a, a kid. Oh, wait, hold on. And, so you weren't on the show as a psychic? You were actually the kid on the show? Yes. No. You see? No, I didn't know that. And this whole time I'm thinking yeah. you were no wow okay and and it's funny because the new episode that just debuted last year um i'm friends with ryan oh wow that's his name yeah and we've been talking and uh i said you know great show congratulations on getting it and he's very much like we don't know if this is going to work out because our expectations are that it would have had more of a following because of the original series. Mm, yeah. And I just don't think that, you know, it was the same setup back in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. So who knows if it works out or not, but I wish everybody the best. Yeah, and you know what? I think that it, that's sad because I think there should be more shows like that about kids because there's so many um uh people i know of and clients and children that i i've helped and still help and it's it's like um you know the parents are afraid to take them anywhere else you know they don't want Mm -hmm. to medicate them or take them anywhere they need someone to help support them and guide them and give them you know strength and faith in themselves and their abilities and you know those shows at least for me when i saw it i think i was like in my early 20s or you know, something like that sure. when I first saw it. <clears throat> but I think also 
I was like, I want to see more just because I'm like, oh my God, there are people like me. And these are little kids. You know, there's, a, I think the youngest I saw was like six or something, maybe. Yeah. But um, I, yeah. I think that's the whole reason and basis for my podcast is to bring more awareness because there's so many people like us who are afraid and, or, you know, or just maybe um, they just are afraid of the unknown. Like, what do what will happen if I do tap into this? I don't know if it's going to be out mm-hmm. of control. I think those are the unknowns that people at least tell me. You know, I, I, I'm scared of what I will see once I tap into it, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like, how do I how do I make sense of all this, too? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I know that I've been thinking about writing a book. But not so much as like how to figure out the spirituality of all of it, mm-hmm. but more and less of like an everyday life of a medium or a psychic or somebody with a gift, a healer, um, somebody like that aspect. I I don't feel is covered very well in any media or. You know, outlet. Mm-hmm. I think when you think of a medium being online, you just think of reading. Yeah. You you know you see these like Facebook <laughs> lives, everything, and all that it is is people saying, "I want a free reading. I want a free reading," which is okay. Exactly. But at some point, it's kind of like, do you want to know about this person's life? Like, how did they figure out their gifts? Or how did they, um, like, what do they see? Exactly. Not, not so much of this is going to be this person's love life, this is this person's career, and they have all these other spirits and energies around them that equal X, Y, and Z. Um, and I, I kind of really think with your podcast and potential of other podcasts, I really think that they need to focus more on that and less of the actual service that's being done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, it does. <clears throat> and that's what I'm, I'm hoping that my show brings a lot of, you know, at least clarity and even confirmation to some, you know, um, even the message, like I'm not alone. And uh, if anything, I, I don't know how you feel about this, but, <clears throat> you know, that's a great basis of a book. That's like a really great foundation to base your book upon, because I would like people to know, wouldn't you? Like, I think they get like, OK, you're the psychic and the one I'm, I'm coming to to give me my reading. But like, get to know me, you know, like there's days I wake up and yeah. I'm in so much pain and I'm probably picking up on somebody that has you know been thinking of me and or I know they're going through something and I you know I I pick up on their name I'm like hey call them up are you experiencing this because you know I'm and I have a horrible migraine or have a horrible pain in my chest or I'll come home after either a reading or when I used to do house blessings and cleansings and I would be out for like man sometimes a weekend or a whole week you know, it takes yep. a lot out yep. of you. And there's times when you just, it does. you go, I wish people understood how much I give myself to do this job. It's not just a job. This is my, my life. This is my life work, mm-hmm. you know? And, and you see that a lot with, you know, the skeptics that wonder, why do you charge for this service? Yeah. You're just taking advantage of somebody else mm-hmm. when it's their time of need. And it, 
I, you know, <laughs> starting a, as a professional psychic medium, it's like, okay, well, you know, you got to find your worth, mm-hmm. you gotta figure out what to charge. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people don't understand. It's the ones that have been to one medium or psychic before, and then they're coming to <laughs> you as like a second or third reader. Yeah. It's because they're the ones that actually have been there before. They ex- they experience what hardship, if you want to say that, mm-hmm. it is on the reader. Yeah. Because, you know, if you're having a bad day, you should not be doing your reading. Nope, never. You should, you know, if you can't ground yourself and you can't get to that meditative state, if you're somebody that meditates, because I wasn't for the longest time, mm-hmm. um, you you definitely like if you can't do that, then you should not be practicing mediumship or, or psychic no. abilities. You know that's so crazy. Yeah. I'm gonna jump in really quick. When you said that, Patrick, yep. it took me back to a reading I had probably three years ago. And this psychic, I kid you not, looks at me. She's like, "I'm sorry, I just broke up with my boyfriend and I moved out of his house today." So. I'm not myself. And I look at her and I go, then why are you even doing my reading? You know, the whole entire... <laughs> exactly. The, the reading was so negative. It made me cry right after. And, you know, I, I had to have a friend be like, you know, Vanessa, she was already having a bad day. I heard her in the corner talking about how she couldn't wait to leave for lunch. So you're right. I feel like mm-hmm. those certain people give us a bad, you know, um, how people look and view us. You know, exactly, and I mean, back to the whole, like, it, it is very draining. Mm-hmm. Like, I will limit myself to a few readings a day. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, sometimes I won't even do a reading, um, just because I know that if I set myself up, so like, if I'm doing an event and I'm doing like fifty to hundred readings at a time. And that's if I'm lucky. Yeah, wow. In today's world, it's a little different, but <laughs> um, it's like it's like those 15 minute readings that go by so quickly. If at the end of the day, it's like I have to do this again tomorrow. Like I don't want to do yeah. it. Um, like I just read 15 people and I'm exhausted. Yeah. I'm falling asleep in the car on the way on the way to the hotel. You know, it's like that. It's um, it, it's very. Like people think that oh, it's exactly what you see on TV. Yeah. Like, this, yeah. like she, like these mediums, they go to people's homes, do a fifteen, you know, one hour reading, mm-hmm. and then, you know, here's your tape and have a nice day. It's not like that at all. No. In some cases, I mean, it, it goes that well, but for the most part, you have to prepare for the reading, ground yourself. Um, be clear-headed and then form the reading and hope that you are bringing in that person that or that spirit that they're trying to connect with oh yeah definitely because you know 90% of readings you know I, I'll sit down with a client and I don't even look at the client I look around them and that same client might see me like a year later and they're like, hey, how are you? And I'm like, I don't know who you are. And they get offended, but it's like, 
I didn't look at you. I looked at your spirit and what's around you. Yes. That makes sense to me because, you know, I I won't remember anything I say sometimes. I have to, I mean, they'll tell me, don't you remember the last, I go, I'm so sorry. I don't remember when I'm channeling. I'm, I'm right there in, in front of them, but I'm not there. I am like it's a really hard way to describe it to someone who, who doesn't understand or really, um, you know what I mean? It's, I understand how you're, you're, um, how you're here, you're talking to me, but how can you not remember anything we talked about? You know? Um, <clears throat> exactly. I can probably, if they tell me what I talked about, then I'll, I'll probably remember it, but there's so many things that happen all at one time. I can't, I just can't. Yeah, and then, I mean, depending on how readings are for you, if they come in, like, with puzzle pieces and just, like, signs and Mm -hmm. stuff, um, which some readings are, you get to kind of, like, put that all into a way to relate that back to the client. And they piece it together. Mm -hmm. It is. And, you know, like, you and I were talking yesterday, and you guys, I have to stop, Patrick. I am so sorry. I keep interrupting you. I get excited though. Yeah, you're fine. Because you guys, Patrick did a reading for me yesterday and he blew me out of the water. I was just like, wow. Um, but I asked him some things about my grandmother who, you know, God rest in peace. She, you know, she just passed away this year uh, in June and I miss her terribly. And, um, you know, it's hard because especially for spirit who's just passing, Patrick, you were just telling me this, they're learning how to communicate, right? And they kind of come in, mm-hmm. in little pieces. And I've experienced that too with certain clients, you know, their their loved one is learning, trying to communicate, trying to get the whole gist of it. And then there's some people where I'm just like, I see everything. I'm seeing them show me wow, when they were children and their loved ones showing them what they did and where they, you know, it's just going on a little movie, you know, on an adventure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and I always try to tell the client, um, and it always depends on if I'm booking the session or if uh, my wife is, because I like to be hands off for most of it. But um, I always tell them, if you're trying to make a connection with somebody that has passed within a year, you know, let's make that booking a year out. Um just because you know, when somebody dies, there's so much that, that happens that we don't see. Yeah. They kind of have to deal with that on their own. Um, and I, I always recommend to, to anybody that is seeking closure, mm-hmm. definitely get that. And you can get that by coming to me within like six months. Mm-hmm. You know, I might be able to pick up on... on that spirit but if you're paying for the service i would not suggest that you come to me immediately after the death i always say give it that year that that spirit will learn how to communicate again and then it'll be just for a better reading um i mean i'll never turn somebody down just because of the length of the death Mm -hmm. but I, I just like to, you know, if I'm going to help you, I want to help you the best and most I can mm-hmm. within mm-hmm. that literal amount of time that you have mm-hmm. with me. Um, and I mean, for the most part, if somebody books an hour reading with me, I'm with them 
for an hour and a half, maybe two hours. Wow. Even though I, I'm only charging for that hour, mm-hmm. I have to explain my process. And then if stuff is coming in, I'm not just going to immediately stop that reading, you know, 60 minutes yeah. in. I'm going to continue to tell them what, what shows That's up. That's how I am too. Mm-hmm. And what do you use it's just, when you do readings, Patrick? What's in, I always say they're extensions of ourselves, but do you use, uh, I, I'm not sure, people do writing. Do you do writing too? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I do automatic <clears throat> writing. Um, I Everything that I do um, in a reading, even if it's something like just a, like a, a free open reading on Facebook or something like that, I always have notebooks mm. um, mm-hmm. because if I don't write it down, like we, we said earlier, I'm going to forget. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if, if for the most part, um, I don't use tarot, um, there's, I'm okay with it. It's just not something that, that I find that I need to use um, because when I was younger, I used just a deck of cards normal playing cards and I can do the same reading they can now without any um, any tools but I, I do write uh, I'll draw sometimes I'm not an artist in any sort <laughs> of way um, a lot of scribbling yeah. for, for the most part it's just me and the clients and then I just see what's around them see what's in them depending on the, re- the type of reading too because if it's something like a, um, a past life or any regression readings, there is that, that um, gift of touch. Mm-hmm. So I, I hold their hands, we close our eyes, you know, we clear our minds, and then we go back to when they were trying to you know, figure out whatever they were trying mm-hmm. to figure out. Wow. So there's that aspect. Um, I'm not one for spirit boards or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. But um, yeah, I, I, I've actually, I talked to somebody else that does a podcast, and I said it would be awesome to collect yeah. them, but I don't ever want to use them. <laughs> same, uh, I have the same. Yeah. Food. I love, like, I have you know, Ouija board, everything, you know, clothes yeah. and all that stuff. But I'm like to play it. I'm like, no, I've had no. I pass on that. Yeah, those experiences that we would have had. To, a lot younger. Yeah. It could be very horrifying. It tells us, nope, we're not exactly. doing this ever. And you know what, Patrick, why don't we take a quick break? Because you guys, we're yeah. going to come back. Sure. We're going to talk about some of the most terrifying things that Patrick has experienced, and I've heard them. You guys, they're pretty chilling. I'm going to warn you. So let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. All right. Hey guys, welcome back. We're here with Patrick and we're going to get into some of his really scary experiences. So Patrick, the last time we were talking, you told me something really scary about some dolls, man. Can you share that with us? Um, sure. Um, so actually I was invited to kind of join the paranormal uh, team mm-hmm. and <clears throat> uh, we kind of get creeped out. Uh, me and my wife we drove like an hour mm-hmm. 
towards Toledo. And uh, we're like, okay, this is this might be interesting. Let's see what happens. Because we're used to a lot of paranormal teams calling and saying, we, we need a medium, we yeah. need a psychic, can you please help? So we get there. Uh, we meet with the team leader and his wife. Um, and, you know, my wife feels off. I feel off around the, the male end. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, tell me what you feel in this house. And I said, well, there's a lot of spirits going on. And I'm not exactly sure like, what you have. Mm-hmm. And he's like, here, let me show you my garage. Shows me the garage. A whole bunch of antiques and stuff that he took from investigations. Oh my um, god! I am. He took them. <clears throat> and I'm sorry. You just don't do that. No, you don't. Yeah. But um, he's like, "What do you do about dolls?" And I said, "You know, dolls are okay, mm-hmm. but I'm like, they they can hold um, spirits." Be possessed, however you want to say it. Of course. And he's like, "Well, come into my, come back into my house." And he shows me this room, and there's like 152 dolls. Oh my god! Laid out, sitting up, standing up on shelves. But he's got these three dolls sitting on his couch, as if they were people watching TV. No. And one of, yeah, one of them's turned around. And that's the one that has the attitude. <gasps> and that's the one that has been beating up on other dolls. <gasps> He's got video in EVPs of it moving. <clears throat> oh my god. I'm like, yep, I'm not I'm not working with you. This team's weird. And it's funny because like a day or two later, two of the uh, girls that are on the team Mm-hmm. contact me and they're like well we, we're, we're wanting to start our own team would you be interested mm-hmm. and I'm like sure you know you know, let me know the details and we can go from there yeah and sometimes these things work out sometimes they don't mm-hmm. it just ended up that they're <clears throat> they were very much wanting to start something but they had too busy of schedules mm-hmm. to do so so mm-hmm. never ended up coming yeah. together. But that's crazy how you and your wife both felt, okay, something's wrong. Like, you know, there's something off yes. about this situation, this home, this person. And then you walk into yep. this place and there's 152 yep. dolls and there's three <laughs> lifelike ones sitting on a couch. I would have, I would have ran. Bye. Well, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, some of them are porcelain, some of them are just plastic. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay. I already have a thing with dolls. Yeah. Um, if anybody ever gets a chance to look at my old lives, I'm doing uh, readings on Facebook, and um, it was one of my first times ever trying it. And there is dolls behind me in a cabinet that end up moving. No. Yeah, and I didn't even see it. I didn't feel it. I didn't do anything. But I had a a few people that were watching. They're like, okay, like, we get it. 
your first time going live yeah as a, as a psychic medium but you have a whole bunch of stuff in that cabinet moving and i'm just like yeah that happens yeah okay so that's exactly what i was gonna ask you what did you ever feel first of all what did you feel from that place where you know the 152 dolls that place and then what did you get a sense from the cabinet full of dolls that you had in, the, in your home so it, it it was it's my mother-in-law's cabinet oh, okay so it's not something that like i'm always surrounded by um i always had feelings about the dolls that she kept because she had a nice little collection got you mm-hmm. but um she very much um she doesn't live where we are at now mm-hmm. so she moved them i guess in Columbus, but mm-hmm. th- those dolls, I mean, I didn't feel anything going on, because yeah. I was so in tune to the readings I was giving, mm-hmm. but after seeing it, I was kind of surprised. But then again, I was kind of like, well, that, that might happen all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows? As for the 152 dolls, I mean, it, it was just... <clears throat> the experience alone was kind of horrifying, because of some of the objects that he had in his mm-hmm. garage. Mm-hmm. He had a wheelchair. Uh, he had an old Nazi uniform, uh, a hat. So, I mean, you, I picked up on all of that. And so it was just so overwhelming. And then all these dolls and I'm like, okay, I'm done. Like, <laughs> you know, I, you, you will always have, sometimes have people that want to test you. That's yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. But it's like, this was just a big giant test. And yeah. I didn't want anything to do with him. I didn't exactly. want anything to do with the, the dolls. So <clears throat> I'm glad you got out of there. And you know what's crazy? As soon as you t- started talking about the memorabilia that he had in the home, mm-hmm. you cut out like I just had. Mm-hmm. It just cut out as soon as you started talking about it. And I was about to say, as you were describing it, I could feel the energy. It's so palpable. Like, just through your eyes I was like I could even feel it the tension it was hitting me right in the chest like I'm surprised you know I would have walked probably not even three feet into that home I've been like bye just the energy and it was so thick and negative exactly and it's like you you don't want to end up because I mean if you're if going into it thinking that it's just an interview you kind of get to know each other and then it ends up being well here's a whole bunch of you know, objects that have mm-hmm. possessions. And then here's a whole bunch of dolls. Like, I didn't ground myself walking in there because I wasn't thinking I was going to walk into this <clears throat> home full of... Little house of horrors. <laughs> yeah. Evil. <laughs> um, it was so evil. I can't even imagine. I, I felt that the minute you were talking about it. Just a second into it. You know, Patrick, I think that we we get so accustomed when we start doing this you know since we were kids you know what what we know to be true evil you know and what we like you said oh those dolls oh they move around that's how I mm-hmm. felt with the dolls that would move in my room like I had them for a good year and a half and they would you know do their little things and I wouldn't get scared of them but when they started to walk up in my room there's a loft above my closet and 
they would start walking towards it you know start getting closer to the edge and just walk towards me and I could hear them whispering so that's when I was like okay you guys have never bothered me before I've never felt threatened by them before um this time I did feel it it was something switched something completely different about them you know it had changed yeah do you think it was because you moved or you know what it was actually um it was when we did move, you know, when it, they didn't do it so much at my old home. But when we moved, we had already been there almost a year and a half. And they were, you know, still doing their old sure. old habits, you know, moving around. They wake up in a different position, one arm up, one arm down, you know, um, their hair over their shoulder, their hat tilted. It was just, you know. Yeah. And um, then I would say when things started happening in my life, you know, other stuff came up in my life, other traumatic things. Um, I actually feel like I brought stuff over from certain places and homes. And I think Mm -hmm. whatever I brought back with me definitely influenced them and possessed them because they were more menacing. They were scary. You know, I I never could see their eyes at night, but it's almost as if their eyes would glow. You know, that would be scary. Yeah. Especially if you're not expecting it. Yeah. No, I think um, when I asked one of my parents to, I was like, you know what, if you don't believe me, you know, I'm terrified. I won't run into your room screaming. Just please lay down with me one night, one night. I kid you not, but then I think we were dozing off and I felt, you know, I felt them move like, like, you know, kind of get scared, like yeah, move very fast. And they sat up in bed and they turned on the light. And I remember they got it, put them in a garbage bag, climbed up there, put them in a garbage bag, and I never saw them ever again. They, you know, took care of them. And oh, I never so, saw them. So your parents got rid of them. It wasn't you. Yeah. <clears throat> no, because they witnessed it, you know, and I okay. I never I never told them because like I never felt threatened by them before. I, I didn't, you know, I was a I didn't think to tell them anything, but until they started scaring me and until I started getting scared and feeling the difference, I'm like, okay, I know I've only felt true evil a couple of times growing up with the, you know, the demon that would pin me to my bed and everything. But this was like the same feeling. It's menacing. It's me. It really, it wants to hurt me. It's trying to intimidate me. You know, spirits, I'm, I'm used to spirits. Just like I know how you are used to spirits. They it's like they're a part of our world we, we exist in a different world than i feel you know others do i yeah. I, I feel like i'm in between sometimes but mm-hmm. you know it's just spirit to me they're playing i'm not they're gonna play with the dolls okay but when something else starts to possess them when something else that's completely a different it's a different ball game for me you know that's when i oh, switch yeah. up i get mad i get defensive you know all of my walls go up and I'm like, something's wrong. I have to get out of here or I have to banish this thing. I have to get it out of here, you know? Now, so. how, how would you go about banishing something? Yeah, you know what? For me, um, it's always been, I guess, prayer for me. Okay. And I, I do say it out loud. I think vividly at the age of five and six, I started having recurring dreams where you know, again, you're such a, you're a little kid. You're like in elementary school, you're in kindergarten. Why are you yep. dreaming about having, you know, conducting exorcisms? I had no idea what I was saying. I was literally saying 
prayers and the rite of exorcism and I was going through homes I was going um, reciting it over people I don't know mm-hmm. if it's like a premonition of my future or what I would be doing later on but I kid you not I use those same prayers to this day and um, I also do a little bit of um, and I do what you say like you and I were talking about that like if if they're not wanting to cross over um you know I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna force them you know to cross over either i've i've had instances where that goes wrong and i i don't do that you know oh yeah um especially when you go on a really haunted location and they want you to get rid of stuff like the, you don't know what that ghost or yeah, you know, what, what that spirit what it went through exactly. yeah and, and that that's the whole thing i mean banishment is one thing and i yeah. i totally yeah. think that some people can banish things <clears throat> yeah the whole crossing over aspect I mean, I used to just go in and be like, okay, sure, I can cross this thing over. And then yeah. I did it. Yeah. And I was fine with it. But then, you know, over the years, you kind of learn, like, okay, this entity could have been, you know, I'm coming in as a Catholic. Mm-hmm. Um, and it might surprise some people because you're thinking, well, they don't believe in this. But actually, we do. Or at least I did. So, um mm-hmm. but- you know, this this entity could have been Jewish, or mm-hmm. it could have been Islamic. Mm-hmm. If you don't know their religion or their background, you only know what's being told to you at that time. Yeah. And it could be, I died, I was shot, and I fell, and then mm-hmm. I was dead. Like, that's yeah. all that they remember, so that's all that they're telling you. They're mm-hmm. not going to tell you. I had a family of like 15 people and we were raised this religion. Mm -hmm. So I don't think you can go into a business or a home and rightfully try to have them cross over. Yeah. Just by saying what your religion or what you were taught as a kid yeah to move them on i i just don't think that i mean the banishment aspects i think are a little different that's like a pure evil entity exactly and you are trying to push it out of its way like get out of this home um when you did do claim like claiming ah i can't talk (laughs) clearings (laughs) Mm -hmm. and like stuff like that did you ever offer a guarantee you know what? I never did, but I, I think that I walked in knowing that it was going to be okay. I, and let me tell you, I never took a job that I knew I couldn't handle. Does that make sense? Because if I knew yeah. it was too much, I, you know, I know some great, um, me- I know a great medicine woman, uh, mm. Cherokee medicine woman. I know a, a Peruvian shaman. There's other people I know can do certain things that I'm like, okay, you can handle this, you know? Um, as far as like the banishment goes, I learned that very on with demons, like what to say and how to do it enough. Like the first step is to not have any fear, you know, like to really match it. Yeah. Match it head on with like your faith and no fear and no weakness and complete faith, you know, but the, Mm. the, the crossing over, I, I think I started to approach it when I first started doing this, like just talking, you know, like, what do you mean? What can I get you? Like, okay. 
can I offer you anything? Would you want a tree planted in the back? You know, like, tell me a little bit about yourself. I try to sit just like you and I are doing, like trying to get to know them, trying to Mm -hmm. feel what I needed to do. And sometimes I didn't have to perform any prayers. It It was as simple as just using my gifts to help them cross over. Mm-hmm. And some of them were, you know, I w- I've been lucky. There's been some who have been really stubborn. And then, um, you know, coming to find out some of the clients didn't tell me, like, the full story. I knew they were hiding stuff, you know. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Um, you know, just kind of putting out there, oh, you know, well, someone, you know, I did do this back then. And I said, well, when I asked you if you did anything like this, I knew you did. And I knew you were into this. And I knew you probably invoked this or called called it in but mm-hmm. you didn't tell me the truth do you see what i mean <clears throat> there's oh, yeah. has, there has to be um at least for myself and tell me about what you feel patrick i went on a show recently and uh they were talking actually with um david <laughs> um right. paranormal pod. Yeah. Mm-hmm. uh mysteries of the paranormal right so yes I was reading one of the comments and it just said, you know, like I, I had said, you know, I'm not doing cleansings right now. I just didn't feel like it was time for me in my life to do that. And one of the, and it's true, you know, one of the the people, the listeners are like, you know, we do need that right now. We actually do. And true, we do. That's why a lot of people are going through, you know, depression and there's just so many mental issues and let alone being stuck at home in a home that's haunted. I I can't imagine it's horrible, you know, but me I could but I just I don't want to do it right now you know there's the thing of I can I would like to but I don't want to do that you know I'm taking like for myself like as I was telling you before this is my time where I'm focusing on you know finishing my degree I'm still doing readings here and there I'm focusing on this podcast but most importantly my family comes first Mm -hmm. and I've been really bruised for so long you know you talked about taking a break sometimes you know I never did take three days off or a week off I was back in the next day doing readings and healings and I just I got bruised man I got my soul couldn't take it my body I was I've it's taken me almost a year to heal dude because I got so sick and I was the doctors really didn't know what was going on with me they ran every test they could and nothing and I knew it was I knew it was something spiritual you know I knew that it was something for me to heal spiritually and you know emotionally getting everything back in balance and I'm feeling much better and there's no pressure you know yeah but I think as it's sad some clients don't understand that you know they kind of think that you you just don't want to but it's like if I do this I'm possibly going to you know, end up in the hospital or die. <laughs> mm-hmm. You just never know, you know. Yeah, or you bring something back to your home, and it yeah. hungry, like it'll bother you for next ten years. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, I totally understand that. I mean, I I still I do them. I just don't do them as often. Good. Mm-hmm. I mean, right now <laughs> with COVID and everything. Um, I mean, the pickup on like readings have increased dramatically. Exactly. Uh, we've mm-hmm. been so worried about, you know, how's my career going to be? Mm-hmm. You know, and I've had people that they they reached out to me. Mm-hmm. They wanted a reading, 
before COVID became became what it was. Yeah. Before all the lockdowns. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "What do you mean? I'm not going to have a job for a year? Like, Whoa. <laughs> how can you tell me this? Like, this is horrible." And I'm yeah. just like, you know, the, the way that this, the country is going to be for the next six to nine months. I don't see you getting this dream job, but <laughs> yeah. I definitely see it happening like 2021 towards the end or 2022. And like the clients are mad, but also they don't see what's coming. Yeah. And it wasn't yeah. necessarily like I saw it a hundred percent. I just knew oh, something, yeah. something was going to happen. Me too. Um, yeah. So, <clears throat> you know, you do get those clients that are like, okay, I, my house is haunted. What can you do to help? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, well, I can do a walkthrough. And, you know, if you need, like, if something is found, mm-hmm. I can possibly try to work on making the energy lessen. Yeah. I always, yeah. I don't always say I can make it go away because who knows what, what you're going into until you do it mm-hmm. um, and we do a lot of things with sage and salt and mm-hmm. ritual like that which is fine um, most clients are happy with that um, it's you know it, it, it's always sad when you have homes with kids and oh, yeah. the kids mm-hmm. are being affected so badly Oh my gosh! Um, and then, like the parents are, you know, you can always tell. Like sometimes parents are fighting with each other, and the kids seeing <laughs> stuff, and they don't know how to treat the kid. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, you need more help than just me. Mm-hmm. Um, and if there's like things that are flying around in a home, which has ha- which has happened, um, that's when I try to like reach out to a paranormal group. Yeah. to come in mm-hmm. that's evidence for them yeah exactly I always write down these are this is what I see where I see it and then I review that with the, um, the investigation team and then they go in and they find out too and they get their evidence and whatever because most teams work for free yeah um, I know mm-hmm. I mean, mediums and psychics we don't for the most part. Yeah. You know, I was thinking, Patrick, like, for me, um, like, when you asked me, like, if I guarantee, you know, like, when I go mm-hmm. in there, I'll be honest, like, my clientele right now, it's, it's, you know, obviously I had to close my studio down and, you know, my services, you know, mm-hmm. are closed at the moment, but it's, it's also because I, I feel like they haven't returned because they have been satisfied. I did clear the home out the activity, you know, went away. If anything, it's it's controlled. The parents, that's what I always tell the client. You have to gain control of your home, of yourself. <laughs> you feel like once you start getting control of your life, it puts that energy out there, you know, that you can handle this. This is your home. And, you know, in most cases, like I'm saying, I've been blessed to only encounter certain situations. I've had other homes where, you know, the mother and the daughter were, were cursed by a witch. So I, 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 there's different things I do. And, you know, I have, um, 
a Mexican-American background, you know, my culture from Mexico, we, we call ourselves curanderas, healers, you know, uh, I'm also Native American, so I bring in a lot of the Native American ancestral teachings and the ceremonial, you know, I have my herbs and my, my Palo Santo, my sage, I have um, very powerful prayers and intentions, so um, I think the craziest thing that's happened to me one time, and that's exactly um, what I was going to tell you about, what's the craziest thing that's happened to you? on um, either an investigation or going to a home um for me i think was the f- uh, the time i went to that home i was telling you about with the mother and daughter who are cursed mm-hmm. before we even entered you know um i started getting my stuff out and i i had like three witnesses there the mom and dad or sorry the mom and the daughter and then my cousin um was with me and uh she was helping me and we heard this pop, like someone had popped one of those, you know, just like those poppers, you know, mm-hmm. stuff you see at 4th of July, whatever, the little poppers on the ground pop. And we look over and I kid you not, as soon as I, uh, I turned on uh, this, the stage, you know, with the lighter, my whole entire right arm just caught on fire. <laughs> and at first, you know, there's like a split second where you're like, what? And then you're like, oh, I'm on fire. And so I, you know, I, I we put it out. Luckily, I wasn't burned, but that was the most craziest thing that's happened to me, you know. Um, and I said, you know what, guys? And I didn't get scared. I didn't get intimidated. And the first thing I told them was, you know what, guys? It's trying to distract us. It's trying to scare us. And I'm going to go in the house now. So... <laughs> Yeah. Let's start recording this. So I, th- <laughs> um, I believe we caught a, some really good EVPs too. My, we had our, our, our digital recorder on, so we, we did catch some stuff in there. Um, but like I said, um, it's really like for me the pa- the power of intention, and uh, I go in there full force. You know, um, yeah. sometimes guns blazing when I know it's something negative, and I have a more nurturing motherly approach when it's something else. You know especially a, a little a child spirit or something you know that I have to figure out um uh I I still do you know I I had to just recently go to a family member's home to figure out what was what was going on and you know it it's a lot better now activity has ceased it's you know just sure there and people checking in and, and saying hi and the old owner doesn't want to you know not causing any you know problems but I understand what you're trying to say as far as like there's some people out there and you know I'm pretty sure I'm gonna get some comments on this on Twitter but (laughs) there are many other people who go in there and say I will do everything and it's going to be you know they give these people false hope and then for us when we go in there you know what I mean it just yeah. makes people really skeptical skeptical of what we sometimes do in our field, you know, well, because, it, you know. It comes down to the client. I mean, you want to help the client as best as you can. <laughs> yeah. And I, I asked about the guarantee aspect because I get a lot of people that are like, what can you guarantee? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I can guarantee you nothing because <laughs> I, like, yeah. unless I know the situation already. Yeah. And I've been through the house. And I've worked through, like, my wife has done any investigating about who lived there prior. And this is after I've already been there once. Mm-hmm. Um, 
obviously we don't do research beforehand, but we will after the fact. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One to, to prove I was right, and two to kind of just get as much information as we can to give to the client if mm-hmm. they if they want that. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. Like every client, they're always like, "Well, so if I come here and you you go through the house and you find something, like, what are you gonna do to help stop that?" Um, and then I'm like, "Well." I can, I can. There are things we can do if if mm-hmm. you want me to, but like right now, it's just we're here to to help you find it. Um, yeah. And uh, like on my website, it says like um, home investigations are negotiable. Plus, uh, like I'll charge what it costs me for sage. <laughs> You know, and send yeah. someone over we use. I'm not going to mm-hmm. upcharge compliance on that stuff. I just, like, it cost me $4 this time. Here you go. Because they, they keep the sage. They, you keep yeah. that going until it's gone. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It comes down to, like, what like they expect. It's not like I'm going exactly. in and checking a house. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going in house or I'm, I'm finding out what's in there it, it takes time tons of energy and it's tons you know what do you you want to guarantee <clears throat> kind of like I can offer you this uh, for a yeah. while there I was saying like six months but to the yep. point of it's six months of lesser things happening lesser yes. bumps in the middle of the night um in reality, I mean, then I end up going back two more times because the client's still having issues. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. like the the full moon and the way that the vibrations of the planet and everything is going on that increases <laughs> that energy. So it's going to happen. Yeah. So there's certain elements to increase activity. I do, I yeah. do. Um. I do have to say that, but you know, I, I think as far as like what I was saying was like how I've seen how certain um, people just in this, you know, fields can, you know, make stuff up and, you know, you, you know, just take advantage of people, you know, mm-hmm. like um, doing those cleansings and, you know, walkthroughs and stuff like that and putting more into it and, you know, upping, you know, I, I, I've seen that. I've heard about it too, but like um, for me, as far as, you know, working with the clients I'll also do like um I'll have them I used to come them come over and just like you know give them spiritual advice I do you know chakra balancing and I do all of that I, I'd start working more on them too because for me I, re- I realized that the activity for me ceased not ceased you know it never goes away but yeah it's more balanced and in control when I'm balanced and in control you know mm-hmm. I had to feel and you know counseling helps I tell all my clients you know do family counseling, get your little one counseling. You know, um, I'm so blessed and I'm so proud of my younger clients and I I know they're listening. So I want to say hi guys. You know, I tell their families tune in because you know, you take so much from this, you know, I so much that I would have appreciated and wanted and needed to hear when I was their age. But you know, it's, it's, yeah, exactly. It's nothing to be afraid of. You start to get in a place where you know that, you know, 
I, I start making them see the bigger picture and things, you know, sometimes we only want to see what we want to and, you know, seeing the bigger picture and things in life, you know, that we're part of this like infinite, you know, mm-hmm. uh, creation in this universe that we're more than mind body. We are soul, you know, we're divine. So I, I am very highly spiritual. I have my, I'm grounded in my Catholic roots, you know, and, uh, I belong to a, a church here in my city and I'm comfortable. I'm so comfortable with who I am right now, you know, and I yeah. want, that's what I want for my clients to feel, you know, feel comfortable in that sense, feel comfortable in your home. You know, it, I think for me, when, when, when we were talking, I definitely wanted us to talk about our scary experiences, but the best part of the show was what did we take out from it and what can people take from it too? hearing about it how how did we handle ourselves and handle it afterwards because i've had to go through so much therapy to get you know <laughs> to get to the point that you can actually talk about it yeah yes and i still am and i'm probably gonna be for the rest of my life and that's fine you know mm-hmm. i have these special little pills that help me not have nightmares at night and get me through a night a night really good <laughs> Yeah. But, you know, I mean, that's what you have to do. You have to do. Um, I said no to them for the longest time. But, you know, um, I'm a mom and I need my energy in the morning and I can't stay up to like three or four because of sure. stuff, you know. Yeah. But, um, you know, let's get into some other things, Patrick. I want to talk about we're talking about the dolls. Can you tell me about something that you have seen that just blows us out of the water right now? Um, huh. I don't know. There's a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> Just pick like a couple. <laughs> well, I'm gonna actually go kind of go forward. Yeah, go forward with that, but also kind of step back to like what's the most scary thing that has ever happened. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't actually in another home. It was a house that I was living in myself, and mm-hmm. I was moving out. Um, it was me and my wife and her kids, and we found a a place that we wanted to move to. We made that intention to move, and as we're talking about it, the spirits that were already in there, there was one that was really bad, a couple other ones that were okay, you could like live, Mm -hmm. but as we're, it's our last day packing, you know, you're already on edge because you want to get mm-hmm. out of the house. Um, the kids aren't doing exactly what their their plan was. So it's like making little messes and cleaning it up, making more messes and cleaning it up. You know, mm-hmm. so, but with leaving, it was, my wife was on the stairs. She was sitting at him, staring up at me. And I felt like my chest was on fire. Hmm. And right there in front of her, I lifted my shirt up and I said, I can't breathe. Lifted my shirt up and right in front of her, it said, die. No. Yep. Three scratches in each letter. Blood dripping. Just showed up and appeared right in front of her. I've never seen somebody take a camera or a phone out so quickly to take so many photos. Because I was, all my limbs were scratched. My chest had the dye written on it. My legs, you know, abdomen, everything had all these scratches on it. 
Okay. Yeah. So, so yep. this was the, the the bad, the bad one, the bad entity doing this to you. Yes. Yeah. My gosh. Yeah. The the other spirit thing, there was there was I like saw it. yeah there was like a lady in red, and uh-huh. it was okay. She just liked to terrorize the kids a little bit. Um, there was a couple of pets, and it's like I moved into the home after their <laughs> after my wife's divorce. Mm-hmm. So that added energy to it too. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm a medium. Wife is, has has a little bit of, you know, um, intuition more or less. Then with that added to what she has going on, and then we made the plan of moving out, and. That entity, the bad entity, I mean, I, I definitely think it was a demon of some sort. Yeah. Because it definitely wasn't somebody that once lived. No. No, that it that was, was a... What did you do, Patrick? How did you feel? <laughs> like, how but do you I, cope I, with I, that? I felt terrible. I, we just left. I'm like, nope, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. Not not that today because, I mean, it was just one of those things. It's like okay, like I I'm used to the whole, like going into a haunted building, a building or a location, and then getting a few scratches here and there. Yeah, because uh-huh. those entities reached out, but this mm-hmm. was like times a thousand. That's a different, that, this is completely different than anything. You know, I, mm-hmm. just picturing you, you're going to have to send me that picture because yeah. that is, uh, if you still have it, that's insane. Yeah, dude. It's right? on Facebook, so, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, everything's on Facebook. That's the thing that sometimes kills me because, you know, the whole, everybody's saying you should step back from social media in mm-hmm. some cases just for your own health. Um, I very much feel that that is true, and I do that yeah. personally. But when it comes mm-hmm. to trying to get my name out business-wise, Facebook is one of the biggest things to go for. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not going to cost all this money mm-hmm. to advertise. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think I'm actually might be going that route, Patrick, because you've been <laughs> giving me a lot of good advice. <laughs> but I've been. <laughs> I, I'm very much I, like. Yeah, I, I've had all these other mediums and psychics reach out to me like, you need to get a page, you need to get a page, because it was all word word of mouth for the longest yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Fine, I'll do it. Because you have to at least post once a day to get your analytic, analytics. Yeah. Which is fine. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, so that is, that story you just said is probably going to you know, haunt you a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> that is insane. No, like I, I know, man. I, I'd wake up with bruises and mm-hmm. I'd have scratches. You know, the, I think the last time I was scratched, knocked on wood, I'm just saying, was probably four or three years back. I was like taking a shower, and I, I knew it was something that had I had been doing um, prior to that. I think I was at someone's home or did a reading or something. I don't know, mm. but I had like three. Um, scratches on my chest that were like bleeding and I kid you not I just went huh 
wiped it off with a towel and just like got dressed in like nothing. I think I called some of my girlfriends. They're like my, I call them my, they're just like my, the Sanderson sisters. Like yeah. we all just like take care of each other. And I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, can you like send some good vibes my way and some like some of your juju? And it's like, boom, like I'm better. Like we take care of each other. But yeah. I kid you not. I was like, huh. But I think to anybody else who that would happen to, it's scary. It's it's terrifying. But I think after what thirty three years of me going yeah. through this, it's just like anything else. But what you just described, you were so you were blatantly attacked. You were, well, yeah. Attacked. I was attacked, and I was also in the like I was already on edge because I. It was like we were just taking so long to pack. You could feel it. Yeah. And to move. And then, like, we're like, okay, we're leaving. Like, this is the plan. Telling the house our intentions. And it was just, yeah. I'm not letting you leave. And yeah. It, I mean, we were all safe and sound once we left the house, but it was not, it was not a good thing. And we warned the people that were moving in after us. Oh, that's like, great. Yeah. There are things in this house. We're sorry, but there are. And it was like the three homes on the same street mm-hmm. that all had spirits, major spirit activity. There, the oh, wow. house next to it was abandoned. Um, and a lady died in there. And mm-hmm. I walked through that house with the owner. Um, it was kind of, I mean, he still owns the house, but he doesn't live there his mom did she died and nobody else has ever been in the house so i'm like okay there is some stuff here and he's like yeah it's all right but that house (laughs) our house and the neighbor next door all had major spiritual spiritual activity i was just like okay well this 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 could be bad if you are coming from or if you don't have a very good relationship like with your husband or girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever yeah like that yeah just feeds into this and you kind of want to watch after you know patrick thank you so much for bringing that up i was a teenager and had no idea that all of the anger and frustration i was feeling was not mine i think we were just talking about that before break you know how Mm -hmm. i had no idea as a young empath and you know and all of that i didn't know how to access it or handle it release it what whatnot and um the fighting in homes is not good you know any discord bringing anything back from work you know your frustration from work from school issues you're right it's like negativity feeds off of it it just it vibes on it it's like yeah i'm gonna make them fight more i'm gonna you know make him want to choke her out and beat her you know it's horrible but it's very real it happens every day we're seeing it on the news all the Mm. evil horrible acts of murder and violence and all of my it really i had to take a break patrick for like it's gonna be three years now i'm not having social media so being on twitter i'm very new and um so i'm just sorry (laughs) (laughs) but you know it's i had to man because like i just it hurt it's just getting to the point man where i'm i was like i can't you know i just can't 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 but you know I, i i think that you just being here on the show i really feel is gonna um your story Mm-hmm. It's going to really help a lot of people. Look at where you are now. You're successful. You have this great business and, you know, you're 
you grew into your gifts, you owned them. And for some little kid, little girl or boy out there, or even, you know, teen, adult, it doesn't matter what age you are. Look at how much he's gone through. Look at, look at where we are now. You know, I yeah. think we're pretty good people. Yeah. I mean, there's, <laughs> I, I definitely think that we, we've have grown throughout the years. Yeah. So exactly. I mean, that's all that you really can say and hope hope for the best for anybody else that exactly and really hope that you know it's really in your hands i mean i I really was the one that i realized i had to dig myself out of that dark place that i was in um Mm -hmm. you know those quotes where it's like i i've seen the darkness you know i was there before you know it's it's all true for me i've i've seen so much bad stuff when i was in my darkest places and i think only people i guess can get there to be honest you know there's some of the most scariest disturbing thoughts and feelings that you can ever feel when you're in that dark place you know and you, um, you just gotta pull yourself out of it you have to and mm-hmm. there's support out there so by any means if you're listening to this and you really need support please there's really great um outreach i, I think i even saw a um a commercial for better help you know yeah um there's just so many resources out there guys please if you think of anything you know we're not giving any medical advice i'm surely not but you know i can tell you right now that (laughs) getting help and talking is the best thing for you exactly Um, and and with every state now because of covid and everybody being kind of stuck at home or Mm -hmm. losing their jobs and not knowing Mm -hmm. what's going to be available next um i know that pretty much every state in the United States is developing and partnering up with mental health organizations mm-hmm. for yes. for our hotlines to call. Yes. Just in case. exactly. I mean, like mm-hmm. we're saying, no medical advice, but they are there and they are free. You don't have to worry about paying money. And yeah. Everything's confidential. It, I mean. I always recommend, you know, seek out help if you need it. And if you want it and you yeah, have to be willing and wanting it. Yeah. Exactly. But, but look at how, how it helped you. It's yeah. helped me. And it's our, it's our opinion, you know, yeah. we're not telling them to do oh, it, no. but it's look at how it's helped us get to where we're at. Because if not, I wouldn't have been able to get the right tools I needed to control my way of thinking and control my anxiety and my breathing when I'm in that moment. Cause let me tell you, when you're a young medium or clairvoyant and you're like, what is happening? Exactly. Panic. Yep. It's panic. And I'm able to control that feeling. If anything, it doesn't even come up kind of, you know, in certain situations, but you know, but it's probably a lot it's different. Helped. Yeah. Yeah. A <laughs> lot different. Exactly. You know, Patrick, I want you to tell, um, the listeners right now how you're accessible where sure. they can find you give just plug yourself right now no, please no just t- yeah. t- tell <laughs> everybody about how they can so, talk to you uh, twitter is is at medium patrick very simple uh, <laughs> um medium ship by patrick is my name and my business you can find me on google you can find me on facebook find me on instagram you can find me everywhere <laughs> So, um, <laughs> to book an appointment, you can do um, email at mediumshipbypatrick at gmail.com. You can also check out the Facebook and book online. Um, that is just facebook.com backslash 
psychic medium Patrick. Just go or just type in mediumship by Patrick. I'll pop up. Um, <laughs> you, you can also call if you want to. Uh, it's five six seven two two eight zero one two nine. And if nobody answers for some reason, um, leave a voicemail and we will call you back. So you guys heard Patrick, that is the way to reach him. And, you know, I'm also going to link in my description box, all of his information. And um, Patrick, you were just about to say something special to our listeners. What do you got to tell them? Yep. So all the listeners that you have, um, we are running a special with for you. It's 15% off any services. So as long as they mention your podcast uh, and our show, they can get the 15% off. You guys, there is no time to waste. I told you he is great. He gave me readings yesterday, and I am so happy. Um, he told me things that n- he didn't know about me. Yes, no, we are very, very friendly about with you. each other. <laughs> <laughs> but there's yep. a lot of stuff he didn't know that a lot of people don't know. And, you know, the most important thing was I got to, you know, make contact with my grandmother. And that's something that I really, really was needing. And if you're needing anything, you need help, you need some clarity, please reach out to Patrick. Thank you guys so much. You know what, Patrick, thank you. I have to thank you. And for all you guys who want me to bring him back, he will come back. Leave some comments or DM me and tell me what other stuff you want Patrick to talk about next time he's on. If you have questions for him let me know just turn on the alerts and so you know every time i have a new episode keep coming back for more guys you guys have a great night patrick i'm gonna say good night you want to say bye to everyone out there too yep have a good one (laughs) all right have a good night guys Bye. bye